Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost? I'm your host Essanette. And I'm Stephen. <laughs> you nearly whipped your neck doing that one. <laughs> and today we are on episode 13. Stephen. Oh, looking for some. Yeah, um, this one's not. Um, what can you tell me about Bloody Mary? It's a lovely fruit-based cocktail. I've never had one. Neither have I, they but do it look looks nice. nice. It's supposed to be good for a hangover. Well, any alcohol is good for a hangover. Uh, is it not like a load of different alcohols? And yeah. some carrot juice? No, tomato juice? No, there's something? alcohol, and then there's the stuff alcohol comes in, which is the flavouring around the alcohol. So, <laughs> like, in a beer, you would have a wheaty flavour around the alcohol, or, or if you prefer the cocktail, you would have a fruit-based flavour around the alcohol. So what's a Bloody Mary? It's a tomato-flavoured alcohol. So why does it come with shrimp and bacon? I did. That was a fruit that was, that was... I don't know. Look. <laughs> I think we should just talk about scary stuff. Yeah, today we're going to cover uh, Bloody Mary. I will put all the sources that I used, which were quite a few, into the description on the episode. we crack on? We shall crack on. Whether you believe in the legend or not, you have heard it. I've said it before and I will say it again. When the origin of a legend is unknown, this makes us extremely uncomfortable. So to make sense of it all, we accidentally create an origin. Over the years, the story has been passed on from your sister's friends, cousins, postman's neighbour's best friend, who swears herself and her friends summoned Bloody Mary last Saturday night after a few too many homemade cocktails. But she might not be lying. She may have been three sheets to the wind, but that doesn't mean she didn't see something. While doing the research for this episode, not only did I learn there are links galore between the legend and witches, royalty and vanity, I also learned some sciencey bits. Well, let's cover the history first. The story goes that if you stand in a darkened room, lit only by candlelight, and say Bloody Mary three times, she's said to appear in the mirror behind you. Different retellings of the story offer different versions of the tale, with some imagining Bloody Mary dripping in blood, as well as more macabre tales of her dragging you away if you turn around to look at her, or talk of violent murders. But in the early 20th century, the ritual was not only done differently, but it was done for different reasons as well. Historically, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards in a darkened house, holding a candle in one hand and a hand mirror in the other. As they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to see a glimpse of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that you would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead indicating that you were going to die before you would have the chance to marry. The ritual today, one I don't quite understand why anyone would want to do, although for different outcome, the act is still the same. Individuals or groups try to invoke Bloody Mary in an act of catroptromancy. This is divination by a mirror or crystal gazing, not unlike the evil queen in Snow White. You know, mirror, mirror on the wall, tell me I'm pretty, yada, yada, yada. You are pretty. (laughs) So where did the story of Bloody Mary come from? Well, that depends on which story you hear. Some believe that Bloody Mary stemmed from Queen Mary I. Mary was the only child of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. King Henry was furious that Catherine was unable to provide a male heir, so avoided their marriage and separated mother and daughter forever. The king then married Anne Boleyn, who gave him yet another daughter, Elizabeth. Boleyn feared that Mary would interfere with Elizabeth's succession and had Parliament declare her as illegitimate. Boleyn was then beheaded by the king for treason and eventually Mary became queen in 1553. 
but in 1554, the Marian prosecutions took place, in which around 240 men and 60 women were sentenced as Protestants and burned at the stake, thus earning her the name Bloody Mary. Others believe the legend came from the chilling tale of Countess Elizabeth Bothery, or later known as the Blood Countess. Elizabeth was a Hungarian noblewoman, an alleged serial killer from the family of Bothery. Elizabeth and her four servants were accused of torturing and killing between 80 and 650 girls and women between 1590 and 1610. It's said that she would bathe in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. My favourite version of events, please don't judge me, I have my reasons which I will explain, would have to be the tale of Mary Worth. Many people already believed that Mary was a witch, simply because she lived in a forest, in an extremely small cabin, and was known around the local village for selling tinctures and herbal remedies. Locals are very wary of her and didn't want to get too close, fearful that she'd curse them or their animals, and those who chose to use her remedies were sometimes shunned by the very religious for partaking in Wicca. As the story goes, small girls started going missing. The people in the village looked everywhere they could think of for them, but with absolutely no luck. A few brave folk eventually ventured toward Bloody Mary's cabin to search for the girls there, and although the witch denied all knowledge of the girls' disappearances, the families were suspicious. But her usually elderly and haggard appearance was drastically changed, and she was starting to appear more feminine and youthful. The villagers were dubious, but there was little they could do. The Bloody Mary story continues with the miller's daughter. One night, the poor girl, in a very pocus-pocus fashion, was captivated by a mysterious noise that only she could hear, whilst her mum was sitting up in bed treating a very bad toothache, using, as luck would have it, a herbal tincture that she'd purchased from Mary. The miller's wife was very frightened, and shouting for her husband to help and follow the daughter. They were shouting for her to come back, but their efforts were futile. It was as though she was following an unspoken and unseen force. Getting help from a few townsfolk, the miller noticed that there was a light at the edge of the woods. When they got closer, they noticed again that Mary Worth was standing in the clearing, next to a huge oak tree. She was holding a wand, pointing it towards the miller's home, and was almost glowing with an unnatural light, and the miller's daughter was heading straight toward the light. Once the townsfolk and the miller noticed just what Mary was doing, they set upon her with pitchforks and guns. And when she realised that everyone in the village knew what she was, she broke the spell and made for the forest. But she wasn't quick enough for the farmer. If Mary ever decided to turn her attention towards his daughter, he fired a shot and caught her in the hip. She was caught, kicking, thrashing and screaming. She was tied to a stake where a bonfire was promptly built so that this supposed witch could be gone forever. As she was burning, she set a curse upon the villagers and told them that if they ever dared to utter her name in a mirror, she would be back for them. Her spirit would return to wherever they summoned her from to exact her revenge. Unfortunately for the villagers with missing children, when they got back home to the village and returned to Mary's house, they did a proper search and found what they were looking for rows and rows of unmarked graves. It seemed that she'd been using the blood of the children to make herself more youthful. Hanako-san is a Japanese legend about the spirit of a young girl named Hanako-san who haunts school toilets. Like many urban legends, different versions of the story included 
that Hanako-san is the ghost of a World War II-era girl who was killed while playing hide-and-seek during an air raid, that she was murdered by a parent or a stranger, or that she died by suicide in a school toilet. Legends about Hanako-san have achieved some popularity in Japanese schools where children may challenge classmates to try and summon Hanako-san. To do this, it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's toilet, usually on the third floor of a school, knock three times on the third stall, and ask if Hanako-san is present. If Hanako-san is there, she will reply with some variation of, yes I am. Depending on the story, the individuals may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. The hand or Hanako-san herself may pull the individual into the toilet which may lead to hell. Or the individual may be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims that the individual was invading Hanako-san's privacy. The character has been depicted in a variety of media including films, manga, anime and video games. Now the sciencey bit. Did you know that staring at your reflection in a mirror continuously for 10 minutes may result in a mirror illusion? You may feel your face become deformed. Your nose and your eyes are drifting apart. In 2015, a psychologist in Italy figured out how to induce a drug-free altered state of consciousness by asking 20 volunteers to sit and stare into each other's eyes for 10 minutes straight. Not only did the deceptively simple task bring on strange out-of-body experiences for the volunteers, it also caused them to see hallucinations of monsters, their relatives, and themselves in their partner's face. So yes, if you stare in a mirror for too long, you're sure to see something, and you probably won't like it. What do you think of that? That was very good. <laughs> I, I don't know whether this would be, whether they're there be a movie in this or whether it be a series now by series i mean it's going to be a good netflix series like um, oh i don't know if witch is for everybody but i thought witch was, was good. really good or uh, like the hanuku san one i love and you know this i love watching a movie with subtitles because it means i have to put my phone down yeah unless i'm watching it on my phone but you but don't I, focus I, on anything I, else because you have to read the to subtitles keep yeah reading it so i, I don't know any japanese actors but you could probably think of about 10 faces right now yeah so I think that would be a definite Netflix. Netflix, if you're listening, there you are now. <laughs> uh, any of the other three ones, uh, I had, I had, I have Mila Kunis here. She would be amazing in a good horror. Like oh my god, she would. She would be de- like she she could be the Bloody Mary in the back of the mirror reflection. And then you had mentioned earlier that she could be the countess. I think she's more yeah. of a countess than a queen yeah. or a witch. I think she could be a countess. Yeah. And then you you had seen you had mentioned Nicola Coughlin. I love her. Yeah, I seen I thought her story of her doing her reading to get the part in Derry Girls. I've never funny. seen it. Oh, she 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 couldn't think of anybody to do a Derry accent for, so she the only person she could think of was uh, Nadine Coughlin. Oh my god, I knew you were gonna say that. And she did she did the scene where. Nadine Coyle outed herself that she wasn't old enough to participate. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah. I feel really old now. I forgot about that. I, I did not know any of that. Only I just happened to be flicking through TikTok <laughs> and that one came on earlier. But yeah, they're 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 the two names that popped into my mind. Okay, so she, I think she would make a cool witch. I think she would be kind of like, look, just leave me alone. I just want to live in my tiny little mm. cabin and. I don't know, I'm getting vegan vibes from her, just cool, living off the earth, you know, don't harm the animals kind of stuff. So that's why I think that was my favourite part of the story, because I did say it was my favourite, and I did say that I had reason. I love 
a good twist at the end of a movie. Like Six Sense, no movie will ever get me like Six Sense did. I thought, I genuinely thought, oh, she's, you know, she's just a bit of an introvert and she just wants to live in her tiny little hut and make all her little medicines and mind her all the bit. No, no, no. She killing people and swimming around in the blood. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, damn, she got me. And I love a twist. I absolutely love a twist. But I think, um, Nicole, Nicole, is it? Or Nicola? Nicola. I think Nicola Coughlin would be really good in that because she's just, she's cute and she's small and she's, butter wouldn't melt in her mouth and then all of a sudden she turns around she's just kind of like, hey, your kids. Mm. Like, that would be, that would be cool. What was I going to say to you? Oh, what's your one name that we were talking about last week that you were like, I don't, and you thought it was her character name. Oh. Betty. Crocker is coming into my head. <laughs> I know that's not I have to, I, I want to say Betty. But <laughs> it's probably not even a, be- not Bed Midler. No, 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 no. She was in the New Orleans, uh, the coven <coughs> in American Horror Story, and she was in Misery. Misery cast. Misery has a cast Kathy Bates. So who would Kathy Bates be? Anybody. Oh, now I think she would do. Oh, do you know she would? She would make a badass queen. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, she would make a really good countess as well. Now we've got too many names. This is Hannah's fault. This is Hannah's fault because Hannah said that she liked this section where we come up with movies. This What's is- a wicket? Uh, wicket is a type of magic. Ah. Or, uh, uh, ooh, I should probably Google that. Do you know if anyone ever looked at my search history, they'd be like, what's the crack here in it? It is a form of modern paganism. My apologies. So it's pretty much down your street. You like all the, the pagan rituals. I don't like or dislike religions. But uh, I just so happened to have seen a TikTok <laughs> before our last episode, and it was relevant information. And now I'm the pagan guy. But I, I, I thought it was interesting how you had the science bit at the end. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So for the first episode ever, I'm like, no, it wasn't drugs. Because there was another one that I, I remember, but I can't remember the, what you said into the mirror. And you said it three times, but it wasn't Bloody Mary. Candyman. Candyman, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but you're supposed to look, say into the mirror and stare into the mirror until this person appears to you. Um, but if, if you imagine you're a young woman in the, what's the 18th century, mm. 18th, 19th century, you don't have, uh, you don't have social media, you don't have Tinder, where are you going to find your husband? You're going to take a chance and swipe left or right on the mirror. Mm. And you're going <laughs> you're gonna, to you're gonna stare into this mirror until you see, because that's what your folks told you. All your friends told you, and you just stare into that, and then then you go look at the science bit where it, if you stare at the one spot too long, it can create uh, optical illusion, optical illusion and hallucinations. A lot of it's because your brain actually gets bored. Yeah, you're you're staring at yourself in the mirror for for too long, and I don't mean like applying makeup or doing your hair or something that you're physically moving, mm. but if you actually just stood still and and stare at your face for long enough, it does get ever so slightly distorted if you like eventually you'll pull your eyes away and go oh that's weird but if you if you forced yourself to do it mm. you'd come up with weird things but there's another one there i i don't remember if it was on an episode of... but but that's it solved oh, yeah, 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 i've yeah. solved the mystery so it's not drugs it's science so there are your two options it's either ever drugs or science. well drugs is science yeah, pretty much there was an episode of the x-files where he was oh this guy was attending some sort of psychiatric class or a psychi- he was he was going to counseling or something for being absolutely terrified of the piggy man what man the piggy man 
Remember, he used to have to say into the into the mirror, "Here, piggy, piggy, here, piggy, piggy," and then he had to say it the third time. I don't believe in any of this stuff, but I still won't do it. Um, and it's then four shows all over again. Yeah, and then he pulled the curtain, and there was a pig man there, and it was an episode. I'm sure it was an episode of X Files, but in the study that the Italian psychologist did, people saw distorted versions of themselves. They saw their relatives. Uh, there was a percentage of people who'd seen people who were still alive, as in their grandparents who were still alive, or their grandparents who had passed. So that's where I reckon that people are seeing, you know, visions from the past or visions from the future. You see what you think to be your grandparent, but their face is disfigured, and you're like, oh God, they're going to get into an accident. But a load of other people said that they saw animals. And that made me think of the X Factor. Um, nope. <laughs> that made me think of the X Files episode where the guy was afraid of the piggy. You stare in a mirror long enough and you say, here, here, piggy, piggy, you are going to see some sort of snout. Mm. But I just thought it was mad, though. That's the first urban legend I've ever read where there's actual science behind it. Yeah. Um, and it's not just folklore passed on, as I said, from your mom's friends, brothers, cousins down the road. So it's kind of like all this stuff is done by young girls when they're 13 or 14 and they're at sleepovers. So they're obviously very impressionable and parents aren't going to believe them because it's like, no, you're a kid or you're tree sheets to the wind. And everyone's like, we were locked. What are you talking about? Of course, everybody saw such. Yes, now they're 13 year olds at a sleepover mm. with Blue Wicked. <laughs> I'm telling you now, the sugar buzz alone, you would start to see stuff. I was, I never really drank Blue Wicked, more of a cider man. Yeah, I was always cider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you any other questions for me? No, I haven't got many. No, I was really disappointed considering I've actually gotten really into it, especially after uh, Friday's episode of the Dullahan. I was really upset that we didn't have like an Irish folklore version of it. Mm. And then I realised, no, it's probably because we have enough st- scary stuff ah, to pass around. <laughs> yeah. So look, we've got the Banshee, we've got, we've got the Wooden Spoon, what else have we got? Oh my God, the Irish Mummy, we've got loads of stuff. Mm. Uh, in fact, if anyone actually has an interest in specific Irish folklore, because I'm really getting into it, uh, or any suggestions, I suppose, we always say this every week, uh, don't be afraid to DM us, DM us, or if you have any personal experiences with Bloody Mary, although I don't know if I want to know about that. I do, send them on. I do. Does anyone have a really good recipe for a Bloody Mary? <laughs> I saw one today with I cred, no, not cred. I know you don't know what that means. Uh, it's Irish for believe it or not. I saw a Bloody Mary today. It looked magnificent. Real juicy texture, coloured, really, really nice. Uh, with two skewers. Uh, one had bacon and prawns and the other had what I think... Is a burger with a fried egg or a burger with just plain white chicken breast? It was very strange. And then another one I saw looked like something that you had a four-year-old with loads of sparklers coming out of it, but was actually like crab legs. And it was it was very decorative and ornate. Have you had one? A Bloody Mary, no. I didn't eat the crab ones. Oh, I tried crab for the very first time on our mini moon. Uh, yes, I remember. And that was also the very last time I tried crab. <laughs> I don't like fish. Sometimes. Anything else? No, I'm good. Are we all good for that one? Yes. That was that was fun. I liked doing that. They were good stories. I like good stories. Okay, guys, so we're going to finish up there. So if you have any personal stories you would like to share with us, our email is whatsthestoryghost at gmail.com. Our Instagram is whatsthestoryghost. We update there regularly each week, uh, every time we upload new episodes. Uh, so if you do fancy sending us a DM there with any comments or any recommendations for new episodes, Irish folklore you would like to cover, hint, hint, wink, wink, recipes for Stephen to make me a... Bloody Mary. You'll get an old fashioned one. <laughs> <like it. laughs> okay. Exit jingle.
Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Bye.